welcome to the first Art House 5D podcast. My name is Champ Perinia, and you may know me from many, many sources. My Instagram, 5D Awakening Consciousness, has close to 100,000 followers. My Great Awakening map has been seen by countless minds around the world. This year alone, the map has shipped to so many countries that I never ever thought would even want to know the information that I have created and had secretly laid into the map. So with this first podcast, I just wanted to, for the first time, create my own personal way of communicating to my audience about all the work that I do, about all the different aspects of the Great Awakening map, and all the different aspects of spiritual awakening at this time, at this age, and during the greatest awakening of consciousness in human history. So I welcome you to my first attempt at recording myself in my own home yogi studio because I decided now is the time. I've been waiting 10, maybe 12 plus years to do this. And it's one of those things you just keep delaying until you get the right conditions. I wanted to have the right cover art. I wanted to use the perfect typography. I wanted to have the coolest graphics for this podcast, but I never got around to it. So 10 years fly by, and my only outlet for communicating was with my Instagram. Due to divine justice, good karma, and audacious circumstances. My Instagram of only two years, maybe two plus years, has grown to a following of 100,000. And um, it's going to tip past 100,000 maybe this week. It's kind of shy at 98,000. And I didn't ever expect it to get this high this soon. And with all thanks, to my great fans who followed me and to all of the other people who discovered the Great Awakening map, who shared it, who shared it every day, who shared my memes, who shared my writing. All of you lightworkers, starseeds, anons, patriots, bodhisattvas, old souls, all of you great hearted beings, shared and helped my account grow to one of Instagram's most popular spiritual ascension knowledge pages. And what sets my page apart from others is my ability to see the big picture of where our future is headed. Not because I'm a time traveler, not because I have clairvoyant abilities, maybe a little bit, <laughs> but it was because of my 
history of being a researcher for the past 12 years. When you are a metaphysical researcher, you pick the best researchers to study and follow. For example, I started out in 2008 listening to David Wilcock, Nassim Haramain, Richard Hoagland, Dolores Cannon, Project Camelot with Carrie Cassidy, and um, the list goes on. I spent a lot of time studying Stephen Greer's work as well. And out of all of those people, they really, really gave me a solid base on the world of consciousness, the world of metaphysics, the world of quantum physics, the world of telepathy, instantaneous travel, magic, these kinds of things you wouldn't ever, ever pick up in a traditional indoctrinated college education. And I know this because coming out of UC Irvine as an art student, I first got into that school out of high school, fresh, googly-eyed high school student as an aerospace engineer. Little did I know what I was getting myself into. It was the hardest major at that school, let alone one of the hardest majors you could ever enroll in. So the first quarter, I failed every class. Calculus, programming, physics, something else. It was so over my head with mathematics. And I realized that my only option to stay in school was to switch my major. So I chose fine arts. At UC Irvine, they call it studio arts. This was the point of my life where everything changed. It was sort of like my singularity, my first singularity. The minute I changed to an art major, um, having been a graphic designer throughout high school, a self-taught graphic designer, um, switching into the arts was like second nature. It was meant to be. It was the only way. And I was one of the top 10 exhibiting artists of my year, 2007, I graduated. I had several honors exhibitions throughout my three, four years at the art school. So it wasn't just a major that I casually switched to. It was a major where I excelled and found my true calling. Um, contemporary art theory is not for the faint of heart. It's not something that you can just breeze through casually for fun. It's a very serious major, and I recommend everybody to become an artist, a studio artist, study contemporary art. It's going to change your life in a way that you cannot really imagine in terms of the career that comes out of it or what you can do to change the world. It's basically a degree where you can have free range to do anything you want in life, regardless of any circumstances of law or justice or natural, natural laws of the cosmos. You basically have a license to do as you please and do it to awaken humanity. Um, I came out of art school and avoided getting a master's degree. I really wanted to go to Yale or UCLA 
but I decided not to uh, to do my MFA, Master in Fine Arts. The MFA was something on my mind, nagging me for many years after graduation because I had become a freelance graphic designer. Um, money was stable and jobs were coming in after graduation, so I just continued being a graphic designer, designing for the top nightclubs and hotels in Hollywood, LA, Las Vegas. It was good times. It was the time when I was still partying. I was still going out on the weekends with friends and enjoying the good life. And at this time, a freelance graphic design career meant that I was at home every day. Being at home every day for hours and hours gives you a lot of time to explore YouTube. So one day when I was living in Huntington Beach, I was accidentally browsing YouTube and I came across a video that was something like the hexagon on Saturn or something like that. And I clicked on it. It was a black and white photo of Saturn, but there was a hexagon cloud on the North Pole. And I had never seen a photo of this. And with my education and my background and my interest in astronomy and being a Trekkie and, and a Star Wars fan my entire life, I was obsessed with space. But I had never seen something in my own solar system that was just so jarringly bizarre and out of place. And had studied astronomy in UC Irvine, I had never come across stuff like this. Really important, amazing discoveries that weren't even shown to us in class. Why not? Why study something so boring and not bring this up, not even once in class? So if anybody is curious, just Google or YouTube hexagon on Saturn, you're going to see a huge hyperdimensional cloud pattern that measures over 10 Earth diameters across. So you could put planet Earth inside that hexagon 10 times plus and still have a lot of room left over. How can something this large be so hidden and secret in the world of um, institutional education. I was so, I was so angry. I was like, how come nobody cares about this? Nobody is even talking about it. It doesn't even have that many videos on YouTube. This is 2007, 2008. So this piqued my curiosity to watch the entire video, dig as deep as I could into the researcher who was talking about it at the time, Richard C. Hoagland. He's the author of NASA Dark Mission. It's a book co-authored with Mike Barra, and I had the pleasure of meeting Mike Barra and Richard Hoagland several times um, in the past. So they were some of my favorite researchers when I first began to awaken. They showed me the secrets and the conspiracies of NASA, all the evil things that led to its creation, and all the evil projects that they do to keep humanity suppressed, to keep us from knowing the truth of our solar system, of where we came from, who we are, and where we're headed. So there's a lot of dark histories of NASA, especially hiding artifacts on the moon and Mars, 
and throughout our entire solar system. NASA has been a cover this entire time. The German Nazis from the SS were brought over after the World War. They started NASA. They infiltrated the entire military industrial complex of the United States into the military, into the aerospace corporations where they now exist. These aerospace corporations are dark black project programs, also known as um, USAPs. And if you look up USAPs, you will learn that um, these unacknowledged special access projects are run under the taxpayer money of, of, our, of our entire world. And these black project programs have full reign over anything they want to do because they operate um, away from U.S. jurisdiction. In other words, these multi-trillion dollar black project aerospace companies have become breakaway civilizations of their own. These are secret space programs that operate outside of the gravity of Earth. In other words, on other moons, planets, asteroids, heavenly bodies throughout our solar system and beyond into the galaxy and other galaxies and other dimensions. You have to rewind that and listen to that again twice because the most fascinating thing that you can awaken to is the fact that humans, Americans even, have been to other galaxies. They have seen other extraterrestrial beings and races and worlds. And they have done some very heinous crimes to these civilizations. Um, partly because of their ignorance, because of their control, their mind control. They've been mind controlled by the reptilians for many, many, many years. This is one of the darkest aspects of the secret space program is that at the top of the pyramid, you have the reptilians and the dracos who control the entire system and the humans are being dragged along for nefarious negative agenda programs. Whether these humans are willingly taking part in these negative agendas or whether they are brought under force, slavery or mind control, maybe all of the above, this is something that we have to awaken to as a civilization in our generation. We have to rescue these people and turn them back to a peaceful well-being where they can return to Earth and hopefully share their experiences and their knowledge with helping to clean our planet. The whole point of the Great Awakening is to save our planet. We save our planet by using the exotic technologies that have been used by these secret space programs since the 1930s. Extraterrestrial races have traded with these secret space programs and given them enough technology where we could clean our planet overnight. We could clean all of our oceans in the snap of a finger. We can wipe out all of the radiation instantly. We can make food and water clean and healthy for the entire population. This is something that we have to keep striving to uncover for the rest of the world. This is the easiest way to bring world peace. You have to bring awareness to the fact that these things already exist. 
ETs and secret space program groups are waiting for humanity to wake up and realize these truths exist and then to call for action to get them built and designed and implemented properly and quickly because everybody knows that our planet cannot keep going the way it has been going so here's the solution the truth is out there the solutions the means necessary to save our planet instantaneously even bring up bring about world peace it's all possible we just have to let everybody know that these things exist these technologies exist and we have to encourage others to develop these technologies with these secret space program groups and alliances and ET beings because ET contact is being made every day by groups of people following the CE5 method. Close encounters of the fifth kind is human-initiated contact. This meditation technique, um, hashtag CE5, you can study and learn. The technique is very simple. All you have to do is open your heart and your mind and meditate out in um, preferably dark night skies away from the city, away from lights. And you want to be heart-centered during these meditations. You want to picture yourself standing on the location you are, in the city you're in, on the continent you're in, on the side of the world that you're in. And then you zoom out further and further. Then you start to see the Earth. And then you start to see Mars, Saturn, Pluto, solar system. Then you start to see the arm of the galaxy, and then you start to see the Milky Way galaxy, and then you zoom out further, and you start to see all the galaxies around the Milky Way. And zoom out a little bit further, then you start to go back in faster and faster, passing all the galaxies, passing the galactic arm back into our solar system. Through the solar system, past the asteroid belt, past Mars, back to Earth. Back down to your continent, your country, your city, your city block, and then back to where you're standing, back into your heart, into your mind. You want to keep doing this meditation, I guess, several times while you're standing or sitting. And you want to have an open heart communicating with these beings who are ready to telepathically locate your position through your meditation. They can telepathically see your location by you zooming in with your mind. So do it in a way where you're being a helpful friend and calling back home one of your lost long family pals. And many people see crap in the sky. They'll see lights, they'll see orbs, they'll see shooting stars, they'll see really fast moving um, bright lights, they'll see power-ups or you'll see like a distant light become very, very bright and then get dim. I've seen power-ups on numerous occasions, so many that I have stopped recording the incidences because no one's going to believe them. And when I go back and read them anyways, they just sound like a typical UFO site. You can't really describe or take pictures of these um, instances, but you know 
for yourself when you've seen enough that ETs are real. So, now that I taught you how to see ET craft or meet ET beings telepathically, um, you know that it's possible. And you know that they're here to help us. And you know that they have the technology already to instantaneously heal our planet. The craft that they use, the 5D technologies and consciousness that they use is ready to heal our entire planet. This is the most important thing you should take away from anything that I say, is that world peace is already here. The humans are just not awakened to it. That is your job. That is the point of learning so much spiritual knowledge is that you can save all beings. Save yourself first so that you can save all beings. Don't try to go out and save the world before you spiritually awaken enough where you realize that you are one with all and that all is within you. If you run around lost and think that you can change the world, you're going to get nowhere. So always make sure that you love yourself first. Take care of your mind, heart, body. Awaken enough to where you understand the cosmos, the connectedness of all things. Once you have this awakening, you're ready to reach out to other beings around the world and around the cosmos. I invite everybody to learn meditation, to calm the mind into the point referred to as singularity, zero point, non-dual mind. The non-dual mind is one of the most sacred and highest teachings that I've ever discovered. And the most amazing section of the Great Awakening map the Great Awakening Map can be downloaded at greatawakeningmap.co. You can also find it on my Instagram page. The map contains hundreds, if not thousands, of topics that can awaken anybody's consciousness from darkness to full enlightenment in one lifetime. Most people don't even realize what enlightenment is. They may not even know that it even exists. They may not even know that enlightenment is something that the human mind and body can even attain. The whole point of this map that I've created is to bring one out of darkness and ignorance into full spiritual enlightenment by giving them the path and allowing them to see how every small puzzle piece connects to their larger big picture of spiritual awakening. The point of the map is to lead somebody toward topics and red pills and rabbit holes that allow them to release all of the pain and suffering in their mind. Because once you heal the mind of the illusion that suffering is an option, once somebody realizes that suffering is something that they don't need to feel or have, it's a choice. And you can train the mind to escape all the suffering in your life. It doesn't mean that you're going to not face difficult situations. It's going to mean that you don't have to be a victim to the thoughts that create the suffering in your mind. 
from the difficult situations you find yourself in. So with Dharma, the teaching of the truth of reality, through Dharma, through the teachings of the enlightened Buddha, he brought the teachings of how to attain enlightenment. And because the enlightened mind is so infinite and so powerful, the awakened Buddha, Gautama Buddha, Shakyamuni, who was able to leave mind treasures that would later appear in the telepathic mind stream of the Viking beings that came after him. This is where Dzogchen was born. Dzogchen came from the enlightened mind stream of enlightened monks and lamas from Tibet. Dzogchen is the teaching of a non-dual mind that allows monks and lamas and yogis and practitioners to attain the ultimate state of enlightenment called the rainbow body. The rainbow light body ascension is when a fully enlightened being at the time of death continues their meditation, Dzogchen mind awareness, past the state of death. The consciousness does not lose its consciousness. It continues onward because the practitioner has practiced being calm and at peace throughout their whole life. So at the moment of death, the practitioner is able to have no fear. And when you have no fear crossing over the veil of death, you will not have to be reborn again into a human body. Or worse, something of a lower realm. So think about this. I'm telling you stuff very quickly because I want you to get the big picture of where this conversation is going. You meditate your whole life to prepare for the moment of death. As the moment of death, your consciousness to the untrained person will be in fear. But to the trained practitioner, yogi, lama, monk, their mind will be at peace. They'll know that every thought that they see or feel during death is impermanent. It's not real. It's not solid. It cannot hurt them. There's nothing else to hurt. The body is gone. Just the consciousness remains and continues onward. And depending on how fully trained you are in maintaining the non-dual state of mind, also known as Rigpa. If you can maintain Rigpa past the moment of death, you will attain rainbow body activation. Your body shrinks down into a tiny figurine, maybe a few inches tall. This lasts over the course of a few days. And then rainbow lights are seen emitted in the room, spinning out of the body, spinning outside of the building you're in, through the air. Pleasant sounds and smells can be seen and felt throughout the village or town that you're in. And some monks and lamas and yogis leave behind relics such as crystals in their bones. They may leave behind an ivory skull that when chipped away will grow back on its own. These are called rainbow body with remainder. 
versus the rainbow body without remainder, which is a spontaneous burst into pure rainbow light at the end of death. And this is the ultimate enlightenment where nothing is left behind. The body completely vanishes and the practitioner attains full enlightenment. They are free to return back to the primordial one mind, the one infinite creator, Samantha Bhadra. Buddha Samantha Bhadra is the primordial mind of all, the oneness of all, the one taste before everything, before all the Buddhas. There was the primordial mind. And this is where master practitioners will return. They will return back into the ultimate space of all things, the basic space of phenomena, where everything arises and dissolves. This one space, this one taste, is an equanimous state of mind. And we can cultivate and train in this equanimous state of mind throughout our entire life now. This is the practice of Dzogchen, the practice of non-dual mind, the equanimous non-dual mind of enlightenment. So on my Great Awakening map, at the very, very top corner, next to return to source, which is the ultimate spiritual destination for anybody who's spiritually awakening, you're going to learn that returning to source is the ultimate goal in awakening, to return back to the one infinite creator, the one mind, the Buddha Samantha Bhadra, a primordial mind of Rikpa. There's so many ways you can explain it and talk about it. I even have the, the emerald tablets of both on my Great Awakening map. Even this set of writing will teach you ways to reach the one source mind of all. But I'm not sure if the Emerald Tablets will actually teach you, teach you it in a proper way where somebody can attain full enlightenment in one lifetime. Whereas the teachings of Dzogchen are available and accessible now to us in this very lifetime. To hear the word Dzogchen, you had to have been born 10,000 times in suffering until you were lucky enough with good enough karma to hear the word Dzogchen. The natural great perfection of mind is what Dzogchen means. To practice this in a human body is one of the most rarest gifts you could ever receive in the entire universe. Because only the human body is able to attain enlightenment. And it's able to attain enlightenment in one lifetime. The ending of all suffering. The ending of all suffering for yourself. Which means that you are able to end all the suffering of all beings. When one being attains enlightenment, every being in the world attains enlightenment at the same time. So I truly, truly, I truly give the gift of Dzogchen to all my listeners. It's something you must seek on your own. It's a teaching that you must seek on your own. You must dig and read books and listen to lamas 
teaching you how to put your mind into the direct state of non-dual awareness. There's many other teachings that are similar, such as the Tao and Zen, Vipassana. You can spend your life training in these methods. But the most important question you have to ask yourself is, when you're meditating, when you die, you're not going to have anything to focus on, such as your breath or any conceptual concepts. So you must practice now for the moment of death with Dzogchen because it's the non-dual state of mind that you're going to have when you die. You're not going to have a conceptual mind. You're not going to have a body. You're not going to have the breath to follow and concentrate on. Like almost 90% of all meditation forms you're going to find in this world. Dzogchen is special because it's the direct path to full enlightenment in one lifetime because of its technique in freeing oneself from duality of grasping and aversion and solidifying objects into reality. When you solidify objects into reality, you're basically taking a cloud in the sky and trying to make it something solid, something solid that you own and have ownership of. And then the ego becomes attached to it with like or dislike. Every thought that you have becomes solidified into an object that's not real and you carry it around with you for your whole life. This is suffering. Dzogchen, non-dual mind, releases all the grasping of your ego mind, releases all the craving or the aversion to objects that don't even exist. Why carry around all of these fake heavy objects when you can let them go free into the blue sky as clouds arise, remain, and dissolve on their own? Your thoughts are also clouds that arise, remain, and dissolve on their own. So to know your mind in this way is to know enlightenment for a few seconds. Your mind is a blue, clear sky, clear as light. This is the Buddha mind, the blue, clear sky. When thoughts temporarily cover the sky, the sky is still blue behind those clouds. Your Buddha mind is never lost, but it can be temporarily obscured by the clouds arise from time to time. So become aware that your mind is already pure and clear at all times since birth. When you were born, you were the Buddha. But as you got older, day by day goes on, you start to cry, you start to fear, you start to crave, you start to push away, you create suffering in your mind, you become fearful, become lost. This is samsara, a realm of suffering, all created by craving and aversion to objects in the mind. All of your suffering is just 
in your mind this whole time. Just because from a baby you couldn't discern what was real and what was not. So now is the time for you to release all of the suffering you've ever had in your life. Because they were just thoughts this whole time. Heavy, dense thoughts that you've been carrying around with you. Creating all of the suffering and misery which eventually harbors into disease, pain, illness. All of the illnesses in your life are based on emotional imbalances from your past and past lives. So when you remain in the non-dual state of awareness, Rikpa, you can instantly clear all your karma from all your lives. This is very powerful teaching. Everybody needs to know this. Dzogchen was prophesied to return during these times of trouble. And it was prophesied to spread throughout the West like wildfire. And these teachings are very, very sacred because they have the ability to liberate one's mind instantaneously or lead somebody further astray into samsara. So take these teachings with utmost respect and try your best to find the proper lama or the proper teacher, the proper books to learn the dharma of Dzogchen. If you are a Westerner, Lama Surya Das is the Dzogchen master of our times, of our continent. Listen to his podcasts. They will awaken you to how to approach Dzogchen, how to begin to practice it. And from there, you can learn Further, by digging deeper on your own, there are many books that you can read on Dzogchen by great masters such as Longchenpa and Milarepa and Padmasambhava. These are three Dzogchen names you must know and you must study. When the time is right, don't jump into these books right away. They're very, very difficult to understand for the untrained mind. So you should listen to somebody like Lama Surya Das. He will give you direct transmission from Lama to practitioner, where your mind and his mind are one. And in this type of transmission during meditation, you can experience the non-dual nature, the true nature of your mind, the enlightened mind, one second of enlightenment is all you need to understand what the true meaning of Dharma really is. I encourage all my listeners, when they're ready, to try to find a way of meditation. It doesn't have to be Dzogchen. There's many other non-dual forms of knowledge such as the Vedas, Ashtavakra, Gita, Tao, Zen. You may have already 
brushed paths with these other esoteric teachings. So follow what you enjoy the most. Follow your highest excitement at every moment because that is the true compass of your higher self, leading you to the highest joy that you could ever choose to experience in life. Before you were born, you saw all the experiences that you would have and you chose the life best suited to evolve your spiritual soul. And through the amazing work of Dolores Cannon, past life regressionist, Dolores Cannon showed me the truth of past lives and future lives. And with a past life hypnosis regression, one can learn the reason for all of the illnesses and challenges in their life now based on past life decisions you have made. This is one of those too good to believe spiritual miracles that I've come across in my awakening. Dolores Cannon, YouTube her name, watch her videos, understand her work. Her work is so amazing. It should be the cover page of every newspaper in the world every day, but it isn't. You can heal any disease known to man. You can heal any illness, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, known to mankind. One session can heal broken bones, cancers. One session can reveal all of your past lives and why you are here now in this life. Everybody wants to know what's their life purpose. You can find these things out. You just have to make the effort to go and look. So I give the name of Dolores Cannon to my listeners because she was one of the most important figures in my awakening. Improving past lives, proving the continuation of the soul past death, and proving the existence of the one infinite creator. Returning to source is her term. And I put that at the top right of my map, the most ultimate spiritual destination of the map, returning to source. So if you want to return to source, learn Dolores Tannenson's work, listen to her lectures, maybe get a past life regression done on yourself, the sessions are available to people around the world. You just have to go to her website and find a practitioner. And they will lead you down the deepest rabbit hole of your life because you have the opportunity to ask your higher self any question about anything, about your life, about others, about your past life what you're doing here, what, where you need to go. You can ask anything you want. Your higher self, your higher mind is going to answer these questions for you. The higher mind is connected directly to source, connected directly to your oversoul, which is connected to back to source. So without too much distortion coming through your mouth and the language that you speak, you may get a very accurate teaching 
from source of why you're here, who you are, what you're here to do. But I can just already fast forward and tell you the reason why you're here. You're here because you heard the call to awaken humanity at this time. Your soul was a higher dimensional soul looking down on this 3D plane and you wanted to come and help Earth during its craziest, craziest time to be alive. So, now that you know you're not here by accident, you have a mission to awaken others. Awaken yourself and then awaken others. And if they don't want to wake up, move on to awaken those who will listen. Never become discouraged because your mom or dad just don't get it. Just move on. Find somebody else. There will be hundreds of thousands of people who will come to you at the right time in the right place. You will know what to say when the time is needed. So for all of you awakening beings out there, your job is just to be you, to awaken to who you are so that you can be the mirror to others. Remember, we are just giant mirrors walking around, reflecting back to other people who they are. We are just one mirror. And in this truth of the one mirror of all creation lies the greatest secret of all time. Within that mirror is the great secret that tells all the great secret that you are one and that everything in this universe is all your mind. One mind, one thought. And in this great secret, you have the ability and the power to accomplish anything you've ever wanted. There are no limitations within this great secret of the mirror. So I leave that with you all today because I covered a lot about enlightenment in one lifetime. And I didn't go over many other sections on the Great Awakening map. But maybe I can take the next few minutes to go over the bottom area of the map where it says, escape the matrix. This area of the map on the bottom left is the sort of unofficial starting point of the map. It contains all of the darkest conspiracy theories and conspiracy truths that have been learned and taught by awakened by awakened people like you and me. These conspiracy truths mainly focus on the political, government corruption, government cover-ups, secret societies who run the world through negative agendas, very dark, very depressing stuff. Very many dark, heavy truths to awaken to when you are first becoming deprogrammed from the Matrix, just as Neo did in the movie The Matrix. 
So becoming awakened to the political agendas and medical agendas, these are enough for somebody to say they want to change the world. They want to see a better world. Once you know that you've been a slave to a system of control designed by beings with negative agendas, this is enough to awaken one's consciousness, to dig further and deeper into why, how, and where this world is going. So from the bottom of the map, you're going to learn about many, many, many secret dark histories of our planet. And then as you start to move up, you start to ascend on the map, you start to jump around, you start to see strange spiritual terms such as astral traveling, lucid dream, remote viewing, things like this, psychedelics, DMT, and theogens. These are reality shattering experiences where you can have an out-of-body realization that you are more than just blood and bones, that you are a consciousness, a soul being that can leave the physical body and return. There are other realms and other dimensions that we can see into using the lens of entheogens and psychedelics. These spiritual teachers allow us to see into higher dimensional realms, such as 5D, 6D. And in these realms, we see multidimensional beings of pure love and light. And these beings are waiting there for our return. Every time you take psychedelics and you return into their realm, for a few seconds, you will feel deja vu as if you are returning home, the real home, the home that you've been to in many, many previous lives. Returning home during a psychedelic trip is one of the greatest feelings you could ever have in a human body because you know that you were much, much more than this life before. And it's a birthright for every human to be able to experience something like this for the first time using psychedelic mushrooms, dimethyltryptamine, ayahuasca, 5-MeO-DMT, toad venom. There's so many ways to access DMT, so many safe ways, so many tried ways. These are all ways of pushing your consciousness past 5D into 6D, tipping into 7D, but I don't think one's consciousness passes 7D, according to the teachings of Bashar. So a psychedelic explorer has one of the greatest, has one of the greatest burdens of humankind because they see so much, but they can tell so little. That psychedelic experience is ineffable, it's impossible. Yet there it is, existing throughout time and space, cascading, tumbling down from higher dimensional realms into our limited 3D reality where the human mind has its third eye opening for the first time. 
The third eye is able to see into higher dimensional realms through the use of psychedelics and meditation. So, with this type of knowledge, you can only awaken to the multidimensional nature of reality. The truth that there is more than just this. There is more than just us sitting here in these bodies, in these buildings, on this earth. There's much, much more than this. And when you awaken to the truth of the grandeur of creation, which you are a part of, you have the ability to be as happy and as joyful as you want. You realize that you are not a victim to the circumstances of your life and that you are simply an observer watching the river flow by and you do not have to suffer as you once did when you were younger. When you do not have to suffer as much, you become happier, more joyful, more compassionate, more loving, and more able to help others awaken. The point of awakening into full, compassionate wisdom is that you are able to wish this upon others and help them directly thereby raising the consciousness of our planet and of our cosmos because everything is connected. All points in time are here now. Mind is one. Thoughts are instantaneous. When the mind is at peace, the vibration reverberates throughout the entire cosmos because the zero point is the most powerful point to be in. Zero point contains all points in time. The stillness of being centered contains every point in creation. And to connect with that every day during meditation is the most useful thing you can do with your life. Then you'll realize that you don't need to be sitting in meditation to experience this zero point. You can carry it with you throughout the day when you're working, walking, driving. Anywhere you go, you can return to this state of peace in your mind and your heart. A non-dual state of mind where you're not grasping onto objects and labeling things. Labeling is the depth of objects. When you see something, you see a cup, you see beauty, ugly, pretty, and then you see price, expensive, cheap, dirty, whatever. This is dualistic grasping. Try to see the world through objectifying matter. Matter does not even exist. It's 99.9999% space. If you zoom in on any object, you're going to see space. There's barely any molecules there in anything. So why do we suffer so much over objects that don't even exist? We've been grasping onto clouds our whole life, working our nine to five jobs, suffering through traffic and bills and medical expenses and all of the samsaric realm suffering because we've been trying to acquire these fake 
illusion-like objects that are not permanent. They are impermanent illusions, like the reflection of the moon in water. We spend our whole lives trying to collect these expensive cars and mansions and shoes and rings. But they're all impermanent. They all create suffering because we attach to them. The mind attaches on to objects, creates false realities based on these false objects, creates false emotions based on all of these illusion-like qualities of the universe. So I encourage everybody to see through, see through reality. Seeing through is being through. Seeing through is being through non-dual mind awareness. The oneness of all, one taste. Everything is pure. There's no such thing as good or bad. Only what you want and what you don't want exist. You don't have to worry about anything because worry is something that's not necessary when you awaken. To worry is to have stress, is to be depressed. This is the cause of all of the suffering in the world. The cause of running away from ourselves for so many years before we return home to who we truly are. And we realize that all of those miles traveling and flying around the world were not that necessary because all we were looking for was that zero point moment, the non-dual mind, the heart center, which we've had since we were born. We just forgot about it. We just forgot to polish our mirror. As Ram Das would say, we forgot to polish the mirror that we were innately given at birth. The pure, crisp, pristine, crystal clear mirror of our own Buddha nature, our enlightened mind, our enlightened heart, given to us at birth because of our good karma and our good fortune from past lives. So don't let samsara dirty your mirror. Learn to polish that mirror every second. You have a few seconds. Take a few minutes and seconds to meditate, to feel peace, to let your thoughts pass on by as clouds in the sky. No need to attach. No need to push away. Just let those thoughts pass by. And in those few seconds of peace, you attain enlightenment for yourself and for all beings in the cosmos. The teachings of Dzogchen can be found by reading books and by listening to lectures of qualified monks and lamas. So I wanted to end this first one hour podcast by closing with the Dzogchen, closing with the truth of reality, closing with the truth of ending all of your suffering in one lifetime. Because once you end all of your suffering, you can not have to worry about 
the future lives that you will have. You'll always know you'll be destined for the higher dimensional realms. You'll always know you'll be destined for the pure realms, the best places that the consciousness can travel past death. Akanishta, Sukhavarti, pure realms, higher dimensional realms, 6D, 7D, 8, 9, plus, who knows how high they go, only you know. You've been there before because you've been one with everything. You just don't remember in this human body. Anybody can find my work at Instagram, 5D Awakening Consciousness. My shop is greatawakeningmap.co. You're more than welcome to make small purchases, donate, leave contributions. Anything you do helps me to continue becoming a Dzogchen Yogi. Having given away everything I own in America to come live and travel throughout Asia for the rest of my life. This is what spiritual awakening truly has done for me. It has given me the courage to leave behind my home world, my home city, and to venture out with no destination in sight except the moment of now. The yogi's body is his retreat hut. Whether I am in a cave for 15 days like I was last month, or whether I am in a temple, or whether I am on a mountainside meditating, it doesn't matter where I am. A Dzogchen yogi is always in retreat. Everything is his practice. Everything is the path. Everything that I encounter is practice, is food for the mind, is food for practice. Everything that I see strengthens my non-dual awareness because I don't have to become attached. I don't have to push away things that come to me like I used to. And in that freedom, in that pure bliss, is everything I need as a yogi. The food for the yogi is more thoughts. The more thoughts that arise, the more I can let them pass on by. So never think that you need to push away thoughts or that you need to sit in meditation for two hours without thinking anything or else you fail. Don't think in that way because thinking is dualistic grasping. Let go of thinking and just be in a natural state. Just be, be here, be here now. Thank you so much for listening to this very first podcast attempt. I will do my best to share this on my Instagram and based on the reactions and the amount of people who listen to it, I will consider making this into a multi-episode podcast where I'll be able to cover every aspect of the Great Awakening map on my own time and my own terms. There's a lot of people who have been asking me for more information on the Great Awakening map. 
deeper explanations, deeper analysis. And two years ago, this wouldn't be possible. But now that my Instagram has had a successful rise over the past two years, thanks to all of my followers, I will be able to take my time as a yogi to teach from my retreat, from my meditation retreat. I will make time to teach as much as I can to awaken the consciousness of this planet as quickly as possible based on my unique outview of the entire big picture of reality by studying the best researchers over the past decade, by practicing the most amazing forms of hyper-dimensional seeing and looking and experiencing and so many other auspicious and fortunate things that have happened to me to bring me here now for this first podcast in 10 years I've been putting this off. So this is the time for this knowledge to return back to you, the people. And whoever's gone this long and listened to this for over an hour so far, your journey into awakening is perfect. Everything is timed perfectly. What I told you in this podcast is something that you needed to hear for a specific reason that you will know very soon in the future. The synchronicities involved in reaching a podcast like this from a Dzogchen Yogi are very rare. The type of information I'm giving you is something that no other being is going to be able to give you in one hour. So from my teachings, I encourage others to find even deeper, even richer teachings. I'm just a simple messenger, a simple messenger with an iPhone and an Instagram who's able to red pill enough people where they will dig deeper on their own, find the right teachers and researchers on their own for their own spiritual awakening, for their own path to enlightenment. My path may not necessarily be your path, but it may be quite similar. And that is why the people who follow my account understand what I say and what I write each day, and it helps them to be just a little bit more happier, a little bit more fearless each day. So thank you once again for everything, for all the support, for all the donations, contributions, visits to my shop. Everything you guys have done has supported me so much after I moved away from Los Angeles to start a new life in a new part of the world that I had never lived before. So I encourage everybody to dig deeper every day. Take your daily dose of red pills. Give them to your friends and to strangers and offer it nicely without forcing it on anybody because their higher mind will know when to take the red pill or when to refuse it. So always remember, you are here to be an example for others. You're not here to force your example onto others. The best thing you can do 
during the Great Awakening is to create social media accounts and post memes of information and knowledge that we like, that interests us. Because your path to awakening may awaken 10,000 other people. It may not be anywhere near my path. But in that aspect, my path would never have awakened those 10,000 people that you awakened. So never underestimate the power of your individual mind. Please share as many memes as you can on social media. Share as much knowledge as you can to awaken others in your area of the world, in your continent, in your town, in your school. Share the Great Awakening map as much as you can. Translate it into as many languages as possible. Right now, Persian is just complete. Persian will be released this week thanks to the great help of my friend Vahid. Light workers from around the world have volunteered to translate the Great Awakening map. And I don't overlook these translations because I don't have the time. So other people, if you decide to take on this great endeavor of great karma and great fortune, I encourage you to visit my website, greatawakeningmap.co slash downloads. Download the PDF and translate it into any language that you may be an expert of. You may email me for typographical instructions and stylization, but other than that, I leave it up to you. Just send me the final completed copy. I will overlook it and I will post it to my social media and my website and it will spread like wildfire to all corners of the world. So this is my mission for anybody who's a fan. There is only the beginning of this great awakening. It's just begun. And now the map is finally starting to become more and more recognized in other countries. This is the time to translate the map. This is the time to push it out as much as we can because the people who want to awaken to this type of information are ready now. They weren't ready yesterday or two years ago or 10 years ago, but they're ready now. So we need to be there for them and teach them anything they want to know. So good luck. I wish you all infinite blessings. May everything be auspicious to you all. Thank you so much for listening to the first Art House 5D podcast. And I will be looking forward to my next podcast with you all. Thank you very much.